Hey, it's Miss Melanie. I'm Rashawn. It's two and impossible. Well, it is another week in this uh, very interesting year. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we have closed the chapter on uh, MCU's first and Disney Plus's first uh, show. first tv show and uh, i think they did a good job yep hopefully uh all the other shows to come follow the same trend and are just as good uh it definitely uh helped disney plus out a lot they made it to 100 million subscribers uh <laughs> so uh, i'm sure that they are happy uh, making that money um, that they lost out on uh, from getting movies in movie theaters. Um, and last weekend, they also uh, uh, had Raya and the Last Dragon go out, um, which last time I checked, I think had about, I want to say, 3 million um, box office sales. So I don't know what it's doing now, but... Um, uh, I think I've heard good reviews in general. I haven't seen it as of yet. I did get the uh, premium, so I will get around to watching it, but I've only heard good things. So I think uh, most people have been very pleased with it. Yeah, right now it's made about $27 million. Oh, well, there you go. It's about, uh, what's that, 20% of what it costs to make, so it'll probably buy next weekend. <sighs> <laughs> It'll take a little while for it to probably uh, do what it needs to do. <laughs> Very true. But if you take into account, um, you know, subscriptions, uh, they're, they're making they're making money on it either way. Yeah, like the difference between like Disney and Netflix is that Disney doesn't have licensing fees to pay. Like uh, Netflix does, which is why right. Um, right now Disney's affordable. It's only eight bucks compared to Netflix's, which is like highest plan is like fifteen ninety nine or something for like uh, four screens. So we'll see how um, things go in the future for uh, Disney as. Their subscribers go up, but also their price, because you have a lot of shows, and they're talking about doing, I think, a hundred new shows. Uh, oh wow! New shows, so they um, they're gonna be busy. So, mm-hmm. but but we know that price is gonna have to go up eventually, uh, and they're gonna stay eight dollars. <laughs> and I I I don't have a problem with that as as long as they continue to put out content. I don't have a problem with them raising the price on me. Um, you know, Netflix is already at what twelve, twelve dollars. Um, yeah, uh, for their medium plan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, as long as Netflix doesn't get, as long as they don't get to twenty dollars, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm give me the content. I'm gonna give you my money. Um, although I did see recently, um, Netflix is looking at some ways to figure out how to stop people from sharing passwords. Um, True. They're working on different technologies to 
catch <laughs> to catch people who are, you know, psyching off with different ways um, to stop people from sharing passwords. So I don't know what exactly they're doing, but they're, um, you know, trying to figure that out to try to, you know, save <laughs> save money that way, or I guess get money back that way. Um, we'll see if that helps them any, because I know they they lose millions of dollars every year um with people who do that i know one of the ways they try to do it is um similar to gps tracking um just ip pinging but uh we'll see if they're able to do it um (laughs) and uh, i am really excited uh back to some disney news i'm really excited for um falcon and winter soldier I am, I'm ready for that one. I was reading that um, the guy, one of the, I think it's one of the writers on it, was also, um, I guess he was, I guess he was in, uh, had something to do with, uh, not power. What was the other show? Empire. Empire, yes. I did not yeah. watch Empire, but... That just gives it a whole different vibe to me. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, I just, uh, I'm thinking that just gives it a whole different flavor to me. Uh, um, for like Falcon and Winter Soldier, I see um, the one thing um, that's going to happen because I've seen it in the trailer, um, the recent uh, new TV spot, and they're talking about, um, uh, the people that they're fighting this time around and they're like super strong and it seems like maybe there's a modified version of the super soldier serum and I feel like at the end of this uh, Sam Wilson's going to get that super soldier serum and use it and have powers kind of like Cap which I'm kind of hoping for because like I get Sam like Sam's a really human Good, uh, good fighting and everything else like that, but he might need that little extra kick to be in the superhero department only for when it's carrying that shield. Uh, what do you think? Miss Melanie, yeah, no, I think that that makes sense. Um I I would definitely like to see him souped up a little bit. I I think what's intriguing me is that this story is going to focus on Sam being black and what that means to the fact that he has the shield and what that means to the relationship between him and Bucky and um where we are in the mar- in the um storyline and um, you know, him it with the Avengers and with what's left of shield or sword or whatever is holding together the team. And, you know, I want to know if, you know, what, you know, how that all plays a part, right? Like why Captain, why Steve Rogers left it to him and how that's going to, you know, really play out. That's what I'm kind of interested in. Um, and like really hear his story. What happened after he blipped? What happened when he came back? 
Um, I'm really interested in the emotional side of all of that because um, I don't, I, I, we don't really know what happened. I want to hear more about the blip, actually. Um, we got a little bit of, well, no, we didn't. Um, we didn't. I want to know if in any of these shows, if we learn what happened to the blipped people, you know what I mean? From a, from a physical side of it and a mental side of it. So I'm, I'm interested to know. I mean, that's kind of like why they're probably in therapy. In that one scene where they're like talking to, uh, talking to the one therapist as they're trying to get along. But I'm like, you're in therapy for one to two reasons for you trying to get along, but also you both are blipped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think that their relationship is unique for many reasons, but the blip is definitely part of it. I'm looking forward to this show. Um, and I know tomorrow they have a, like a wrap up episode for WandaVision, so that should be cool too. Um, <laughs> all the hubbub online for people who were upset <sighs> about the ending of WandaVision. I get it. I want to say for me, the biggest thing that I was upset about there weren't a lot of things that I was mad about I want to say there weren't a lot of things I was angry about but the biggest thing was the event was the um Pietro thing because I didn't need the dick joke I could have oh, done, well, done without that I could have done without it I could have done without it you know what that's from right I could have done without it I mean, you do you know where it's from? No. It is from uh, Growing Pains. Um, uh, Mike Seaver's uh, friend name was Boner, and the actor actually had died. And the one dude that um, Matt Schaefer, who's um, the director, helped with the writing process of everything else like that, he put that in only as like a little. Uh, uh, homage to him because of like the 80s stuff and he came in on the 80s sitcom and like Ralph Boner and all that stuff it was a little little nod to his uh friend because Matt Schaefer is actually was like a child actor he was like on all those shows back in the day and he kind of like put that little what you say it was a dick joke was like little like little nod to his friend that died so yeah did he say that yeah he did um yeah, for like everything else like that, because it was a growing pain. It was a growing pains reference. No, and the director Pedro... said that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, did I mean because like if he, <laughs> I got I guess part of the issue is I don't know how the so like, <laughs> I don't know that I mean that's fine and everything, but a lot of so. A lot of these things uh, some of us fans dug ourselves into, you know, the homofesto thing <laughs> and um, all, us linking things together and just being extra is because, well, one, it's part of it's the pandemic. And part of it is, um, you know, us just being so darn smart for our own good. But, like, I don't know how they didn't expect for us to think things the way that we thought them and link them the way that we linked them and not expect us to make the links that we did. Um, 
or not expect us to think, yeah, not expect us to think the way that, that we do. Like recently, you know, someone was theorizing something and Kevin Feige was just like, why would you think that? And we were like, what do you mean? Like, you, how can you not expect certain things um, and just be shocked that we would come to certain conclusions? Like, I feel like they should anticipate things. And, but I mean, I don't know. I get it though. That's cool. I guess. See, see, the one thing I do like about Kevin Feige was like, like you, like you may not agree with like, like all decisions because you feel like oh, Mephisto should have been in or Nightmare should have been or Doctor Strange should have showed up and everything like that. But it's like, no, like Kevin knows what he's doing, like. He was the one who said he was the one who actually came up with the idea of doing this thing as a sitcom. So I was like, "Oh, cool, that was his idea." So like certain things that happen, like he knows where he's going, he knows what the plan is, and I kind of have to trust him on that one. Like no matter what, like we may go like twists and turns and everything else like that. Like you expect something, but don't. Uh, but you, you're still gonna enjoy it at the end of the day, kind of like how people were when it was came down to Star Wars and of like everyone expecting all this other stuff to happen with Luke and like the Last Jedi, and then you just saw and backlash, and it's like okay, so I think it's interesting that you said that, but you hate the movies. Oh, I hate I hate uh, Rise of Skywalker. I love Last Jedi. No, no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, like, how you okay? How, if you, why are you not applying the same logic though? Like, because why are why are you not applying the same logic to all 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 the whole trilogy to to what is going on in the MCU? Because more, uh, because when it comes to certain things, Ken Feige is the one in charge. He's the one who's always been on the creative side of everything from beginning, middle to end. And something differs between like Star Wars, when you have like someone like Kathleen Kennedy, who's a phenomenal producer, but she's not on the creative side. But then you put you give like certain people like Kurt Blanche to certain things like JJ, Ryan Johnson, and JJ again, and it's like, well, gave it oh she gives free reign to certain things so it's like certain people have like free reign on everything it's like like oh well i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this i want to do that but it's like great there's everything else with that she caters to those people and the ones it needs like john favreau dave filoni he's like you guys gonna make a show do what you gotta do i got your backs and you get the mandalorian but you do it in certain ways and not bringing certain people in, you get the rise of Skywalker. You should got. Uh, How is that any different with the MCU having Tyro Latiti versus? Okay, <laughs> I don't think I, I just I don't, I don't think I don't know how you can make that claim when like um, because uh, Kevin Feige <laughs> tells Taika just make sure this happens, this happens, this happens, whatever else happens, working on the way. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how you can say that that's any different than what's going on with because WandaVision is going to be is completely different than what is going to happen in 
um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but they all are part of the same MCU. Like, I don't know I'm how you're going to need the card, hun, because I got to call them while they're during business hours. Okay. What? So yeah, so I I don't know how you can make the argument. I think it's all the same. So uh, I guess for me, like I trust, trust. Um, I trust um, what's going on in um. I trust what's going on. I think what we have uh, with the MCU is going to work. I definitely wasn't thinking that Mephisto... I, I I think it's great that with WandaVision, we didn't get another big bad, that Wanda was the focus of the show. I think that that was an excellent choice. I think that um, it, we needed to have a show that focused on one um, character and we got a whole storyline. I think that we also... Um, needed uh, we probably would have gotten a Doctor Strange cameo if it if it wasn't a pandemic but it might have been a little more difficult to do I think no. we would have nope they said think... uh, Doctor Strange was never going to come because they didn't want to have that one character interjected into a I, I was just about to say I was just about to say why I didn't think he showed up but yes, what you just said. I think we'll get it uh, in the movie. So uh, they'll explain in the Doctor Strange movie why he wasn't there. Um, but I uh, I like how it ended. I think um, I think they did a really good job. I just like I said, um, I think that they've learned with this piecemeal. Um, week week by week, that they have fans that are really invested, and so that um opened their eyes, I think, a little bit. Um, so they're a little more prepared, hopefully, <laughs> and we're a little more. Our our expectations, I think, are a little more um prepared for what we're what we're going into with us talking about soldier. Yeah. I wonder how like things would have turned out if we would have had Falcon and Winter Soldier first, then we got WandaVision. Yeah, because I guess Falcon and Winter Soldier would have been a little more in line with what we were used to as far as style. You know, more action and less uh, emotion, I suppose. But um, I don't know. I'm glad we got WandaVision first, though. I think we needed it in this time of panorama. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what do you think we're gonna see White Vision again? Um, I'm. I think we'll see him in in the Doctor Strange movie. Uh, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, might he might? I don't know. He might stay out there. Might see him in Armor Wars or something else. Other than that. Oh no! Or yeah, maybe Captain Marvel. Maybe he's out there in space doing space things. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll see him just out there contemplating whether he needs to destroy himself, <laughs> having a crisis of conscience. I want to say that scene with him and Colored Vision having the uh, philosophical discussion was that was some sexy stuff. Oh, the memes are so good, man. Oh, man. Vishon is whew, something else. 
There, there's playlists now on Spotify. Uh, uh, Is Vishon, there? Yeah, I saw a Vishon, uh, uh Spotify playlist earlier. Oh, I was love like, it. I was like, oh, come on. I was like, oh, Keith Sweat's on there. I was like, it's all 90s and 2000s music. I was Ooh, like, woof. I love it. The Sean, oh, that turtleneck, man. You know this pandemic has been on too long. When uh, all you got to do is put a turtleneck on a, uh, a, <laughs> a robot and everybody going wild. Yeah. I'm, mm, I'm, loving, mm, mm. I'm, I'm loving the jokes right now of like... Uh, the black delegation of uh, trading uh, Stacey Dash for uh, Vashon. No, not come on. She apologized. The woman said, "Hey, I realized that I was trash, and how are we not accepting her? <laughs> how are we not saying, I sis, we got you? Like she's legit being like, you know what? Yeah, I made a mistake. Why are we not saying, okay, thank you? Like, come on." Maybe it was that time when she was when she was on Foxy's for so long. Mm-hmm. I remember. She was like, ma'am, somebody listen, somebody got in front of her, flashed the camera, and she was like, Oh, wait. That's right. I'm black. <laughs> did someone did someone do that to Candace Owens? No, she's getting her own talk show. She's getting a talk show. Why? Because she needs money. She needs money. What do you mean? She needs money. She's probably pregnant. The grip, the grip just keeps going. I can't really gotcha. Oh. Yeah, no, she's she's getting a talk show. Um, so she needs a platform. <clears throat> um, so yeah, no, she. Uh, oh, did you know that uh, your uh, your favorite orange person uh, put out a memo to remind us all. That we wouldn't have a vaccine if it wasn't for him. So just remember. It was literally three lines to tell us that. He is missing Twitter. Listen. He, because he's mad, you know, he had to put out a memo because the the stimulus package got approved. So everybody who's eligible for a stimulus check, congrats to you guys. I'm bitter. Sorry. Forgive me. (laughs) But um, uh, because that passed, because, you know, he's mad, uh, he put out his little statement to be like, well, if you get a shot, you should think about me because I'm the reason you got it. Sir, no. It has nothing to do with you. Mm. Ain't nobody thinking about you. Every one of y'all, your little Republican friends voted against all the stuff. So shut up. I know. It's funny seeing that... uh... (laughs) Some GOP uh, senators was like, well, for like all those small businesses that are getting aid, you should thank us. It was like, you voted no. no. Right. Like, y'all are going to act, y'all going to pat yourselves on the back and act like you, no, shut up. Go sit down somewhere while we run the country. Like, I saw some um, a political cartoon and it was like on one side was a donkey handing people a check for $14,000. And it was like, here you go. I hope this helps you um, feel better and, you know, get, oh, yeah, I was handing them a check and a vaccine and like a shot, right? And on the other panel, it was an elephant and it was like handing Mr. Potato, no, like, uh, like patting Mr. Potato on the head. And it was like, don't worry, I'll always call you Mr. Potato. 
like that's all they can give them. <laughs> I was like, facts though. Like all they're doing is trying to protect nonsense. Like who cares? I, you guys I, are like, fighting for Pepe Le Pew and Mr. Potato and books that nobody has heard of. And we're trying man. to save lives. Yeah, yeah, out there with um uh Mr. Potato Head. Anytime I just think of right now, I always see that clip of Matt Gates and him just like I think mm. it was like I, well, I think it was what? Uh they canceled Mr. Potato Head, the first transgender character. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like he, he like, all you know, it always came with the lips in the box. Oh, you could always make him okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh yeah, so it's very weird. Um uh like they they wanted Biden sorry, President Biden to fail so badly and he's not. Like he's just doing what needs to be done because he surrounded himself with the right people. Yep. And he knows how to shut the hell up. They said, Joe, just don't just don't just be quiet. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't talk. Heck, if Joe needs to talk, Joe can talk. He's not Trump. He's not gonna be like, right? He doesn't have, right? He doesn't have, yeah, right. Exactly. He's not gonna be ridiculous with it. You know what I mean? But you see how hard they're coming for Cuomo. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they're trying to bring him down. But you know why though? Because they got a case against the orange one in New York. And they're really trying to deflect from it. Because, And the only way they can do it is when they got something else going on in New York. Yeah, but uh, Georgia definitely has them down there, too. With, um, like, there was another tape. Another uh, phone call conversation. Oh, no. Yeah, then this one down there, I was kind of like, I was like, with, uh, like, Trump, like, he called one of the middle per middle the middlemen and like um doing like um the investigation into the ballots and everything it's like you're gonna get the right result right and oh like, no yeah it's like oh i was like oh he's doing that mob mentality of like saying what he wants to say but you know what he really means mm-hmm mm-hmm so I'm like, okay, that's another tape and another phone call. So I wonder yeah. how many more phone calls they're gonna have. They're gonna have uh, going to like maybe different states and stuff like that that were really close. Like, how many calls did he make to P- uh, Pennsylvania? And uh, oh, you know he tried to do something in Pennsylvania. You know he did. Yeah, or like even uh, North Carolina, that like when that was looking really close to, or. I'm still. I still want to know if they have a phone conversation of what Lindsey Graham did as well, because he made a phone call to Georgia, but I don't know if that one was recorded or not. Oh, I don't know. And if they, if they had that one recorded, or like the transcript or something like of what was said, that would be devastating for Lindsey Graham because I'm like. So you going down for you? You try to go down for Trump? I'm like, I mean, he's definitely going. doing something with Trump. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy. It's it's really crazy. I don't. 
they're going to they're going to pin him down for something. I mean, the fact that he came back to he went he had to go back to New York to leave a DNA sample. I just and leave a deposition for his uh sexual assault case or whatever that case was for. Yeah, I'm we're going to see what happens. I go to I so hope his DNA is on that dress. I I don't listen. I, I, anyhow, they gonna get that man for something, and we'll see what it is. But um, whew, yeah, there's a lot of news that happened this week. Did you happen to catch the interview with Oprah and uh the Duke and Duchess of Sussex? Yes, I did. I, I listened to it on uh, Sunday, I believe. Yeah. Um. My goodness. My goodness gracious. Um. I was not expecting the amount of tea that was dropped in that interview. I was expecting a little tea, but I wasn't expecting it to be hot like that. I was um, surprised. You weren't surprised? No. I didn't think it was going to be... I didn't think it was going to be like a Diana interview. I didn't think it was going to be like that. I really didn't. <laughs> I'm going to be honest you. <laughs> I, I, as, soon, as soon as Meghan Markle was announced dating Prince Harry and everything, I was like, this is going to be a Diana situation. And really? Yeah, because I'm like... Like just to think, like thinking back then and everything, like of hearing like the Diana story and knowing what Diana went through with that family, and I'm like, you're putting a black woman in this family now. They they are not gonna accept her. Like they didn't accept like they didn't want to accept Diana and everything that went on with that one. And I'm like, this mm. is this is gonna be a whole. You didn't think they time. learned? You didn't think they learned from Diana though? You Hell I mean because no. okay. I thought part of the issue with I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought part of the issue with Diana was she was gonna be she had to, she had to be perfect because she was one day possibly going to be queen. So I thought part of the issue was the scrutiny on her because she was possibly going to be queen. So I thought that that was part of it. And Charles never liked her. <laughs> I thought that was part of it too, right? I knew about Camilla. And how he loved this woman, but could not marry her because she was, you know, Camilla, first of all. I don't like that lady. So I thought that was part of the issue. Now, all the things we learned later, oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. And then after, you know, she gave her interview, I was like, well, yeah, that was never, ever going to work. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. So I thought that they had learned their lesson. And then for me, this time with Harry, he's not even the heir. He's he's a spare. Like he's not even gonna be king. Like I, I didn't think it was gonna be as big a deal. Now her being black, yeah, but that's Harry. I knew that he wasn't. He I knew this man was marrying for love. This man was. You know what I mean? Like I thought that it was like Harry's gonna do what he's gonna do, and it wasn't a big a deal. Now, did I know that they was racist? Racist? I mean, I thought that they were like British. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. But I didn't know that they was gonna run the girl out like this. I didn't realize it was gonna be like this. And maybe I'm naive, like she's naive. So maybe that's on me too. 
Yeah, she she felt more of like, well, this man loves me, and I felt like his family will accept me. But I'm like, exactly, yeah, that's how I felt. That's that's exactly how I that's that's exactly it. And I'm sure she felt that way. Like they're gonna accept me because he loves me, which I think a lot of people who marry into interracial, you know, who marry interracially, that's how you feel. Which I don't think is above the pale. Which is why all these people online who are like, well, she should have known when you marry into white supremacy. Like, I, like all those comments to me are stupid. Because no, no one thinks that. <laughs> no one no one should know better when they marry interracially. Because no, you don't think those things. You don't want to think that your husband or your wife's family is racist. Like, that's not a thing. I mean, they're inbred, but you know. Ma'am, sir, <laughs> stop. <laughs> what? They married their own cousins. I, I, I know. I know. I'm aware. I'm like, I'm like, that's why I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, I was like, like, like Harry, like Harry's normal. Like he is his mother. He is his mother's son. I'm like, yes. He, he yes. Like everything, like all that compassion, everything like that. He gets it all from his mom. Like all the like the charity work, all the good things that he wants to do in the world, all because of his mom, and like like I just I like I seen like one story of like uh, him discussing everything that happened with his mom and like things that happened with the royal family and like at the funeral, like he didn't want to do certain like he didn't want to do the traditional thing of like having to walk behind the cask and everything. But it was like. Like that's like an emotional moment, and like he's only doing this because it's tradition. And like from that moment on, he knew he would have to like really, like just stay the course until he was able to like really get out himself. And with like what like Kim and Megan and them finally getting out out of the royal family, I was like, I was happy for them. And I'd hope certain things would be like going their way, but the British media will won't let it go no matter what, and just construct so many lies on them, and just see like the contradictory of like what they did with uh Kate Middleton to what Megan did as like 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 the similarities of what uh, Kate did to what Megan did, I'm like, it was like, you're just showing your hand of like your racist tendencies right now. It's it, it was wild. It was wild. Like she couldn't do anything right. And it was crazy. And the fact that she couldn't speak up for herself, that she didn't have a voice that she was purposely told not to. And they told her that she was being protected and she clearly wasn't. And when all they asked was to just step back and have a role similar to you know, Princess Margaret or, you know, one of the other non-public royal members and they acted like they asked to quit, which they didn't. They just said, hey, we don't want to be as public as some of the other members of the family because, you know, he's not going to be heir. He's not going to take over. Like, we just want to step back. And that's not something that's not done. And they were like, nah, we don't, we're not going to protect you. And I think it's wild that Tyler Perry, of all people, is who they had to turn to, who's the only person who could help them. And then the people who like don't understand why they needed assistance, security costs a lot of money. Like security is not cheap. And this is a prince 
and a and a actress and their baby. Like they can't just like hire a bodyguard. Like they need serious security detail. Um, and that's expensive. I and mean, like the British I'm, media knew if like they like they told people where they were. Like the minute they were like, Yeah, we're not gonna give you security detail anymore, they told people where they were. Like they had literally like twelve hours to like move. Yeah, like it was serious. They don't care. Like it's kind of like wow. Um, I saw like I think it was like an eight minute clip or something of Harry discussing everything that he's been through his life, and it's talking about like the accident with Diana, and like it just shows that the media doesn't care because like Diana was still alive after the accident, but. You had the paparazzi just taking photos of the accident. That's gross. Not helping. That's gross. That's and, disgusting. Yeah, I'm like, they were just taking photos of the That's accident. That's disgusting. And they could have helped her. They That's gross. That's so gross. That's yeah, disgusting. Like, yeah, which is why it's like, like Harry's always had like an it like doesn't mess with the paparazzi completely. He does not mess with the media because he doesn't like it. Like literally, why he punched out a photographer before, like, like all that stuff is just bringing flashbacks to when his mother died. Like, you don't need that, and it's like they get away from the spotlight, get away from it. They're like, move to America, start a business, their own stuff, so they're not relying on anything. Like the only person I knew would would help, um, Megan and Harry would have been um, Ellen John because. Ellen Jones was Diana's best friend. And he's been there with Harry ever since. Like, being a kid and everything, like, growing up, everything. Like, if Tyler Perry didn't help, it would have been Elton John to help. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, if his mother hadn't left him any money, he would have nothing. The Prince of England would have nothing. Because he, he got cut off. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So I mean, um, we'll see. And then and then I don't even want to talk about Pierce Morgan, but that whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm glad that he doesn't have a platform anymore, hopefully. You know he's gonna go to some uh right wing um platform. I hope, in I hope Fox does not hire him. I hope Fox doesn't hire him, but you know Fox would. Yeah, because I mean like <sighs> I, I was like done. I was like, with, I was on with uh, Sharon Osbourne defending him. I was like, really, Sharon? This is not the time. Oh my goodness, that exchange between Sharon and Cheryl was disgusting. For her to start crying and then tell Cheryl that she doesn't, does she does she shouldn't cry? So how dare you tell a black woman how she could should express herself and that she doesn't have the right to cry? Like Sharon, I hope I hope Sharon gets read the riot act. Like she was getting dragged on Twitter by black women, but like it was disgusting the way that Sharon Osbourne was acting on that show, <laughs> switching it and making it a wholly a totally different argument when all Cheryl asked was, "Do you see how people wouldn't be confused as to why you were standing up for him?" That's all she asked. And then for Sharon to be like, I'm 80, I'm 86, I'm old. Like, how could I be racist? Like, ma'am, that's why you would be. <laughs> like, I don't, 
<sighs> yeah, that was gross. <laughs> that whole exchange. Was mm-hmm. but, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. A lot. A lot has happened, but um, I guess it it tore off the veneer and showed us that racism exists in England too. I mean, like racism has always been in England. It's like me watching those Steve McQueen movies uh, for uh, on Amazon or the Small Act series and everything. It's like it's it's been, it, it's just completely racism all over England since forever. <laughs> like you have like this like the mon- movie uh, Mangrove. Like you literally had cops harassing. Um, this black man's uh, restaurant for over 20 years, consistently. Him having to go to court three separate times and get acquitted three different times because cops uh, were harassing him. I'm like, come on. It, it's it's completely ridiculous. And it's just showing the veil of like what the British monarchy's been for all these years, but I gotta ask you a question. Who do you think said it? Said what? Uh, concerned about uh, Archie's uh, skin color. So at first I thought it was 100% Charles, but um, after two, after I learned, so then there was two things that happened. Um, Charles went to a uh, clinic to you know, visit people who were getting their vaccines done. And he was asked about the interview and he just walked by and just chuckled and didn't answer the question. Then um, Prince William and I guess Kate were visiting children at a school that had just reopened. And he was asked the same question. And he said, we are not a racist family. And I know it was him. (laughs) Yep. It's William, hundred yep. <laughs> percent. Because it's always the people who are like, "I'm not racist." <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Says the man. Says I don't. I was like, I mean, we as you, as you, as William. Like, I'm like the only person who really had to be that. Either had to be that comfortable asking Harry that question was going to be either his mm-hmm. brother or his father. Mm-hmm. And to see that... And the uh, only one who had to defend himself so vehemently is you. Heck. You already... Like, we found out that Kate made uh, Megan cry, so I'm like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. And I mean, I already felt like William probably feels like Harry is always upstaging him. Like, um, first you upstage me by being the more liked um, prince. Now you've brought this um, this girlfriend and she's black. And then when you go on your tour, she's well more well-liked than when I went on my tour. Like, he's, I mean... Harry said it. Did he not during the interview? Like it, uh, people disliked Megan. Like the, the the Commonwealth liked Megan more. Like it's more of like 
hey, she's she's like not like the reincarnation, but I'm like she's a better version of she's like another version of his mom. That he is. Fell, yeah. fell up. That's like he felt yeah. like how people say they marry their their parents or their yeah like that. He married of the the married version of his mom that he loves and everything else like that. So yeah, and she just received the same reception that Diana would have re- that yes. Diana received mm-hmm. when she. Mm-hmm. Her That's her what it was. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she did. Yeah. She did. You you saw her when when they were you know when they were in Africa when they were in Australia. It just she was radiant and she resounded with the people and and a lot of those people enjoyed seeing a, a woman of color in those countries where they hadn't and she was a prince you know what i mean and she was a prince you know she was a princess you know it was just they enjoyed it it was nice i know i've been, so, I've been a fan of megan since suits right she's she's a wonderful person she she's done great things. She has a great voice. She's been an advocate, uh, an activist for most of her life. So I mean, I don't know how you can speak bad about this woman, really. Right. You know what? But they found I, I I can't wait till they have their baby girl because when they name it Diana, I'm gonna laugh. Ooh, oof. they're gonna be mad, mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Well, yeah, we got another Diana in the family now. Suck it. They're going to be mad, mad. They're going to be mad, mad. Well, speaking of a little princesses, um, did you see Coming to America? Yes. And what were your thoughts there? Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Mm. I get your I get your drive with it. It, they should have did something. I have different. not. Me- I have not mentioned anything yet, so I don't know what you're referencing because the people listening have not heard me say anything about it. Uh, uh okay. Uh, well, luckily you don't follow Miss Melanie on Facebook. Uh, maybe <laughs> luckily, on her, wow. Maybe, maybe <laughs> on, may, I don't know. I don't know if she went on a Twitter tirade yet on it. But uh, uh, rape isn't good, guys. And uh, not to use it in a joke, like, there are certain situations, very certain situations, on what is a funny joke. Uh, But that wasn't a good joke. And it wasn't needed. It could have been something different completely. It could have been them just being drunk and them having drunk sex instead of... uh, a situation in which they were it didn't even it, it, could, it shouldn't have even been that i think in 2021 we need to stop having unconsensual sex period people need to be having alert uh consensual aware intercourse um i there was no reason to have um their sexual assault should never be a joke i just that should just not be a thing we should just stop doing that. I don't care if it's a woman doing it to a man or a man doing it to a woman in 2021 and forward. That should just not be a thing that we do. It shouldn't be a plot device. That's just my thoughts on it. It's going to happen. It took away from the movie for me. Um, And I just, because I, I, I remember when they said that the movie was coming out, I was like, how could he have had a son? Like, we saw him the whole movie in love with Lisa. Like, 
when did he have time? Like, I was really confused. And at first I thought, you know what I thought they could have done? Semi. Semi had all the time in the world to have seeds planted everywhere. So I thought, oh, maybe it's Semi's kid. And, you know, pretending that it's, you well, know. That would have been obvious. I mean, but still, that it could have been that. It could have been uh, uh, his father's kid. And his, you know, he's claiming that he's the older. And then he has to, like, fight, you know, fight for the who's the rightful heir. It could have been that because, you know, the father's dying and who's the rightful heir to the throne. Sure. Uh, well, um, I mean, they could have did that if there would have been Wesley Snipes. Right. It, it could have been that. It could have been the daughter is becoming queen and who and somebody fighting for the right to win her hand in marriage. It could have been that. I wouldn't have liked that as much either. But like it could have been, us, you know, whatever. And then her being like Merida and being like, I don't want either one of them. I'm just going to be queen by myself. You know what I mean? It could have been that. I, it could have been a whole bunch of other stuff without the sexual assault. <laughs> like there's lots of other story points that they could have done. But besides that, I thought the costuming was amazing. But it, of course it was going to be because it's Ruth Carter and she's the lady who did, the woman who did um, the costumes for Black Panther. So uh -huh. the costumes were great. Um, the choreography, the music, the cameos. I mean, the pe peaches and, um, you know, the twins were came back. The... Oh man, the everybody. You know what didn't make sense though? The 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 guys from the barbershop. Why are they still there thirty years later? No, 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 no. For the barbershop, it's only because I went back to watch Coming to America again for the barbershop scene really quick. And going and watching the barbershop scene, I was like, they looked old. But they still had the regular color of their hair of like the main barber. His hair was black, even though he was balding. I was like, all their hair still looks young. So I'm like, when you go 30 years, I'm like, they're they're so just the black that they're just the black that did crack. Okay, so they so you're saying they was in their so you're saying they were like in their forties? Yeah, they could be definitely in their forties. So now they're in their seventies? Yep. Okay, all right, I'll give it to you. Yep, I'll give it to you. Oh, that's the only way. Like, only thing that was uh, also because me, I'm like, this is coming to America, and uh, for some reason, I had that Marvel mentality of like, I gotta watch this whole entire, I gotta watch this whole movie till the end because I felt like there's gonna be something at the very end. And I'm mm -hmm. like, there was something at the very end. I was like, there was a joke with the. Yes. Um, I was like, what? I was like, why was this even in there? I was like, there's no reason for that last little joke for nothing. That last joke was not even worth it. It really wasn't. There was something at the very end, but it wasn't even worth it. Yeah, I was like, there's nothing of like nothing that came from that joke. I was like, I like something else. But um, me personally, for the movie, it could have been better. It was mm -hmm. it was fine, but uh, but me I was more like it's coming to America two. How about we do a lot of Zamuda stuff at the beginning, 
but how about we actually go to America and do some stuff in America and maybe uh, the search for the sun happens um, you find the sun but you also had the daughter come and the daughter fall in love with someone from America that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought she would come to America and find her prince in America. and Or, yeah, I thought that that's what we would find. Like, she, you know, grew up in Zamunda. And then that, that would have made sense to me. Like, like that's what I said. Like, the storyline of, of her having to find her prince in, uh, you know, like, her, like she would have supposed to find her prince in Zamunda because she's about to come queen but she doesn't really want to and then she comes to America and then she finds a prince here that would have been a great story mm-hmm. or some or even or even it's like I, I don't know like maybe you thought that the one kid was uh, uh, the one kid was his son or whatever and they're trying to still convince him to come back and he's like you're not trying to come back. Then daughter tries to convince him. They get to know each other. You find out it's semi son, and they end up getting married or something like that. Who knows? It could have been. A you lot know what of I? Stories. You know what I thought was missing too is like where was her sister? It would have been nice if there was a scene where the sister, like we see, the sister is is a great businesswoman. Is now a great businesswoman in New York. Like running her own business or something, or is just a or is just successful in like successfully running the McDowell's franchise in in America. Like that would have been great to see. Well, the reason well <laughs> they were gonna have her come back, but they but for the movie they wanted her character to still be married to um uh, to be married to what's the name the dude from Michael Beach who was the Soul Glow yeah. dude. Yeah, and he didn't was, want to come back. Though. He couldn't come back though. Yeah, for um scheduling conflicts, and that was the reason. Even another yeah. one was that uh, Sam Jackson was going to come back too, and he was going to rob the Zamunda one. No, no, no. Yep, I don't like they, it. Yep, they like they were going to have Sam Jackson that was going to come back. Nope. He was going to nope, rob nope, the nope. Zamunda one with a shotgun, just like the first movie. I was like, that don't make sense. Do you... That makes no sense. Yeah, I was like, how do you get to Zamunda? Too. That don't make sense. Shot- I'm like, how did nope. he get a shotgun? Like, did did he go to next door yet and get a shotgun or something? Right, because like- that don't that makes no sense. Why? First of all, how? No, that makes no. See, these are the kind of lazy ass. Jo- Excuse my language. Okay, these are the kind of lazy jokes that I like. Where is your head? That's why. That's why you end up with the sexual assault jokes. Because like somebody's like, oh, we'll just do the same thing again. Because people will remember from the last time. Like, no, you know, like. You could have had him, like, maybe after he got out of jail from the time, whatever, maybe, um, uh, what's his name? He works at, maybe he Akeem, works at McDowell's. Right. Maybe Akeem would be like, hey, man, like, let's get your life together. He could have come to Zamunda. Maybe he joined the guard. Like, it would be cool to see him now be, like, on the security team for Akeem. Like, that would have been an interesting story arc. But now I have him come and be a robber again. Like, that's stupid. Or he could have went to next door and been one of the lieutenants over there or something. I I don't want to see him be negative, but yes, he could have. <laughs> Wesley Snipes was very fun to watch in this movie, though. Wesley's always fun, and he's having a little renaissance and everything right now. I'm like, I hope his next movie that he's uh planning that's supposed to be like a little of 
fantasy with uh, werewolves, vampires, and all the other stuff is actually successful. I was like, what? Whatever that comes out, I want to see it because like I like I like Wesley Snipes. He's good. Like he needs he needs to be in more stuff, especially more comedies. As of lately, yeah, I enjoy him. He's a uh, he's fun. He's fun. I definitely enjoy him. Um, he was a uh, he was probably one of the highlights. Definitely one of the highlights of this movie was a uh, was definitely him. One hundred percent. Also, uh, I also did like that. Uh, Eddie did uh, cast uh, one of his daughters in the movie. I was like, oh, she's the middle child. What? Uh, one of the three daughters. Uh, the middle one. Was his, uh, I thought, was, was I thought the oldest child was his. I thought the oldest one was his daughter. No, the middle one. No, okay. Yeah, not Kiki Lane. Kiki Lane. That's who. That's who my pick is for. Um, that's who I want to be. Uh, Storm. If they ever do a Storm. Storm needs that's... to be dark skin. So I'm gonna stop you right there. You think Kiki Lane's not dark enough? Correct. Okay. But I did enjoy her acting. What else are you watching or have you watched this week? Uh, this week, uh, I think I, uh, I saw Behind, uh, Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. <laughs> um... A lot of I was like a little bit of a plot twist in that movie in that uh in that series. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to end this end this story. Mm-hmm. Uh uh it's a limited series. Uh you might enjoy it. Uh it's it's a all um it's a British it's a British limited series. Um, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like the messiness in it, but uh, I didn't see that coming. Is uh one way to put it, and hey, uh, I can't ruin it. I can't ruin the uh ending for you or anyone else. Cool. You got you got you got to watch it to see it, and it's just like, just just like. What you think of Capone on and like interesting? It's a cool, it's a cool. Interest- yeah. Um, I think I, uh, I don't know if I mentioned I watched uh, Jenny in Georgia. That was a nice little fun watch as well on Netflix. Uh, I watched, I watched a, uh, and I've been recommending to everyone. The documentary series Amend on Netflix. Um, I think everybody should watch it. It's really good, um, especially in these times right now. 
Um, I think everyone should take a look at that. It's about the um, amendments to the Constitution. Um, Will Smith is the narrator, and it's oh totally good that started. Things. I I didn't know yeah. that, I didn't know yes. it started. I was gonna watch that. That's on my list. Yeah, it's really really good. I definitely think people should check it out. Check it out. It's really deep. I think I'm gonna watch really, the new really, reality really. show that uh, Netflix has. Uh, marriage or mortgage. Oh. And um, I know I you saw. You saw Billie Holiday versus the U.S. I did not. Sir, please watch that immediately. I, I know that. It's on my list. Immediately. Uh, immediately. So good. She does an amazing job. Now, I will say, you know, if you have, a, if you have Lee Daniel issues, all those kinds of issues still exist. But uh, it is, I mean, Audrey, Audra does... An excellent job. Good. I can't. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see it. Um, that that's the only like. Lee Daniels has some good stuff. He has some bad stuff, and then he has something that's always in the middle. Like Empire is a uh, always in the middle. Like. Sometimes they had good episodes. Sometimes they had bad seasons, good seasons, and then you then you get someone like a Jesse, and he kind of throws everything into a monkey wrench in the last season. Mm. Uh, then you had stuff like the Butler. It's all right. Uh, but I'm glad to see that is good with this Billy Holiday thing. Only because I'm like, I need this to be good. Only because I know he's adapting another TV. He's adapting a TV show on F- on FX of a movie that I really enjoy. And I'm like, it's a project that I'm like, when I heard Lee Daniels was involved, I'm like, I don't need this. I don't need him ruining this because I'm like, this is a good movie that could be a series, but I'm like, this is a very serious one. I'm like, it's one of those movies from back in the day of like, um, it was. it's called The Spook Who Sat By The Door of a man mm-hmm. who went through um, CIA training, everything else like that, top of his class, but left after the last thing and but and took like his training of the CIA uh and everything else like that and took it to his neighborhood and took it to the Black Panthers and taught them all the tricks and everything that would happen uh with government of everything and I was like this is a good this is a good movie this is a good premise of like taking back what you learned from the United States government and bringing it back to your people and teaching Mm. them the tricks and the tactics and all that stuff in order for you (coughs) to better the movement. Right. I'm like, I don't, and I'm like, you put that in Lee Daniels hands. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be good or not. And I really want it to be good because it's like, 
was like, uh, I was like, it's Lee Daniels. I don't know. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't want it to be an empire. I'm like, even though I enjoyed empire, but empire is like television. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not like it's Tyler Perry bad. Hmm. We can't disparage so, Tyler Perry anymore. He saved our princess. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like is, I can't be bad about Tyler Perry anymore. So. I mean, the man still, the man still does twenty seasons in a week, in like two weeks. I'm That's, like, I don't, but you, do you know what? What I also learned about Tyler Perry. Is he also saved Oprah? Like the uh, old that, network, it, yeah. He like did. the old network exists because of Tyler Perry. Even even though he did move all his shows over to uh, BT, but he he he, he saved own at the time. Like own, he said, yeah. I was saying own 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 would not exist if Tyler Perry didn't um save her with like writing. And filming his, you know, two week, twenty six shows in two week nonsense. If he didn't do what he does, her network would not exist. So, I mean, I guess I can't really talk trash about this man. I know that man. That man keeps Alan Payne employed forever. Like, listen, uh, he's kept like, like half, of, not half, but a good portion of Black Hollywood in house and home. Yeah, like I'm like Tyler Perry, like Tyler Perry. I'm like, you do some, um, you do some okay television, then you do some really bad television, mm. and some bad movies, but you mm-hmm. keep black people employed. You keep black he people does. employed, like you. Listen, Tyler, like, Tyler. If you need a wife, if you need a wife, sir, I'm here for you. I cook and I clean. Just letting you know. Slitting. Does he want a wife? He does. He does. He said it many times. He said it. He he's having difficulty acquiring one. I mean, he was with someone for like nine years, and and apparently single again now. That's what he said. One kid. So and one kid. I'm like, okay. Apparently, you didn't want a wife because nine years is a long time, and not put a ring on it. I know. I wonder what happened. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see that, but um, but I will definitely watch uh the Billy Holiday movie this week. Yeah, was we, this weekend? I got him. Uh, yeah, this weekend I'm gonna watch Raya. List. I'm gonna watch Raya and the Last Dragon. And um, I don't know. I'm gonna check out what else I haven't seen. I don't know. Gotta uh, no man, no man land is on my list. I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's Chloe Zhao, and I know she won the Golden Globe. And I kind of get. I need to see it because it's a mix between acting and all real people. And that's mm. kind of like her wheelhouse. That's her wheelhouse because she did like a cowboy movie in twenty seven in twenty seventeen called Rider, 
and it's basically a mix between acting and you actually have actual people there telling their stories and you getting emotional because it's like like you have, you have this part right there for the actor, but you're also getting like the real life stories, of all these other people around the actor, and it's like mm-hmm. when like at the end, and you're like you're seeing like the end credits, like there these are these people playing themselves, they're not actors, they're real people, and all this stuff. So I kind of like I gotta see it, and I hear it's amazing. And mm. Chloe Zhao is the one doing Eternals, so she comes home with the Oscar this year. Golden Globe, so, uh, the like all these awards and everything for Marvel. I'm like, it's gonna give me that uh, Eternals is gonna be amazing when we see it. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah. And, and... What, you... what else? <laughs> you get a Paramount Plus. I don't know. I don't think so. I not I yet. Anyway. Only I see the real world stuff. Mm. I'm gonna see if I can catch the highlights somewhere. I'm sure, some YouTube channel is gonna. I don't know. I'll wait until like something exciting happens. If something exciting happens that I need to watch, then I'll get it. Yeah, I know. Or like, it's only five, it's, it's I'll I'll wait until the ep- the season's over and get the free trial, I guess, and then we'll see. Yeah, I'm only I'm only getting it because, uh, because I know movies are gonna be on there like 45 days after, like for like certain things. Like I want to see a Quiet Place that comes out in May. Uh, I'm not. I'm good on that. <laughs> so so uh, that's not an incentive. Top Gun, more. Uh, Mission Impossible, nope. all them. I definitely nope. I need to see them. Thought you were going to the movie theater. I will. Oh, I will go to the movie theater, but I wouldn't mind seeing them in my house. Also, after like forty-five days, I'm like, if a Quiet Place Two is amazing, which I believe it will be because it's John Krasinski still directing, and uh, oh, he's in yeah, it he's still good. too. So I'm like, yeah. I thought he died. Uh, they're doing. They're like they're gonna show the beginning of like when it first happened, and they're gonna show oh, like okay. after. Yeah, so it's like you're like getting like flashbacks of like day one of like the aliens coming and everything else like that. So, like, gotcha. I want to see that. Yeah, but but yeah, I want to see that too. But I also want to see the story progress within everything because they're already talking about Quiet Place Three because I think like uh. Uh, test screenings were like off the charts and stuff like that, so which is good. Mm. Cool, 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 cool. All right, well, you guys let us know what you're planning on staying on top of as we go into year two of this pandemic. March 13th will mark a year that we have been on a look a down. <laughs> Um, for those of us who've been uh, working from home or been, uh, I guess, in uh, pandemic mode. So uh, let us know. You can reach us at 2AP Studios on Twitter and Instagram. If you're listening to us on stereo, thank you so much. Don't forget to rate us. on. Uh, uh, you can also rate us on our podcast 
websites. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also on Spotify. We would love your reviews and ratings, um, comments, and you can also leave us voicemails on Anchor. Uh, you can also uh, message us on Facebook at Two and a Possible. We thank you for your time and attention. Uh, sir, it is always a pleasure chatting with you each and every time we talk. It's always great talking to you as well. And sorry to our fans that uh, we didn't have a show last week. I was sick. So things happen in life and I'm feeling better now, but uh, we should be back in our regularly scheduled program. So uh, can't wait to see you guys next week. Yes, indeed. Bye. Bye.